This is the story of the one. As a maintenance engineer, he hears things differently. To the untrained ear, everything on his shop floor might sound fine, but he can hear gears grinding or a belt slipping. So he steps in to fix the problem at hand before it gets out of hand. And he knows Granger's got the right product he needs to get the job done, which is music to his ears. Call, clickgranger.com or just stop by. Granger for the ones who get it done. What's up, you guys? Welcome to the December 7th edition of the Rotor World Fantasy Basketball Podcast. I'm Mike Gallagher getting ready to break down a 10-game Friday night DFS slate. With me to do so is Ryan Canas. What's up, man? I already got some big news today. So we Joel, Embiid, Joel Embiid is out. We got uh, Chris Middleton might be back. We got a whole whole lot to cover. Brett Brown shutting down the real estate development project over there, man. <laughs> <laughs> no no uh, more real estate to put on uh, Andre Drummond's head. So that's a, a big news. Um, other big news, I guess, is drafts doing best ball, NBA. So nice. shout out to them. Um, I'm, I don't, we haven't connected with them in a while. But um, I want to do I want to do like a best ball pod. I feel like that would be awesome. So we'll probably yeah. do that one day. So yeah, check out draft. Um, you know, and this is cool. You get to kind of pick your injury risk guys and roll the dice that way. It should be pretty fun. Um, I haven't really dove into it yet, but um, definitely want to do so in the near future. Uh, so check that out. Draft on uh, an app store, draft.com, and use our promo code RW to play for free. Uh, okay, so let's just hop into this thing, man. And there is a, it's one of the bigger games of the season here. It's a national TV game. It's a ridiculous total. It's 240. It's 120, 120. Uh, so you're talking about a game that's going to yeah. be close. It's going to be, it's just like the dream kind of thing. Everything you want in DFS, star power, like it, it's just so good. And we're just going to start with that late game tonight. And that's in Milwaukee with the champs coming, coming to town. So, I mean, you got to start with Giannis. Um, he's probably the best bet to go off tonight. No Draymond, so or Draymond's quote unquote questionable. I don't think he plays. I don't really know why they listen to him questionable. So you look at Giannis and you look at a team that is gonna have probably some trouble defending him, obviously with no Draymond. Maybe they put Durant on him. I don't know if they're gonna do that. I mean they can't put Jarebko on him. I feel like this is a spot to play Jordan Bell, but we'll talk about that in a second. But I mean Giannis just owns the paint, man. Um just night after night he's Pretty much dunking. He's on a pace to shatter the dunk record. I looked it up. So he's um, dunked 104 times on 112 attempts. He's been blocked three times for fun trivia. Uh, mm. One by Mason Plumley, who did a finger wag after the block, by the way. Uh, Nicholas Batum and Noah Vonley. Get that get that money, Noah Vonley. Uh, so kind of random. So I think Giannis is going to be super high owned. I think that's fine. But he definitely is. If I'm looking for a star to plug in my line at first... It's got to be him. I'd like Curry. We'll get to him in a second. But how do you feel about Giannis? Yeah, I, I agree. I think I'm more inclined to play him if Draymond sits out, which, as you said, it seems like he probably will. Um, Just to clarify that, they were I, I, it was a stunner they put him on as questionable. So, like, Kerr said yesterday or the day before, it was like, hey, we're looking for him to come back on Monday or Wednesday against whatever. I forget who it was. But, yeah, so it's just surprising. Yeah, and maybe you know, maybe with as you said, this big nationally televised game, um, maybe that's trying. You know, he, he's inclined to get out there, but I, I don't see the personnel for the Warriors defending him. As you said, I'll 
definitely take Giannis over Anthony Davis tonight, and I won't say that often, but I, I like this matchup for Giannis. I don't like AD's matchup versus the Grizzlies. So just for that reason alone, um, I think Giannis and then probably Westbrook is my 1B option in terms of the superstars tonight. Yeah, and so we'll talk about Chris Middleton, who was at shoot-around just as we're coming on here. Um, so just to run this down, on Saturday, didn't play in the fourth, apparently got benched because he had like three or four bad defensive possessions. Didn't play the fourth, didn't play in overtime. So we saw Sterling Brown, Pat Connaughton pretty much soak up the forward minutes in that spot uh, with Malcolm Brogdon and Giannis and sometimes Brooks, sometimes uh, Giannis at the five. But anyways, uh, and then he was a shocker after it was like, oh yeah, I didn't play hard. Coach Bud and I are on good terms. And then all of a sudden, he's out for personal reasons. So that was kind of a stunner. But it sounds like he's back. He's kind of cheap. I mean, it's a late game, so we're not really going to know. He's expected to play. But, um, yeah, it's risky business. But I have interest, though. If, like, if you're going to throw a GPP dart, I feel like Middleton could have a big game. Yeah, especially since that recent strange uncertainty and his random DMP might might chase uh, some owners away but did we ever get clarification on why he was away from the team no and nba doesn't have to disclose personal reasons if they don't want to so yeah hopefully everything's so he's back so hopefully it's nothing bad but... yeah the the timing was very curious but yeah. it doesn't it doesn't seem like you know he was being dramatic and just sitting out out, out of peak um so i i think he'll be fine and i'm into him as well i think he's a a really good target in this this crazy game with a 240 over under and an even money line. So if you if you look at what Vegas is projecting and put stock in that, this is the game to target. I mean, I'm I'm not against stacking it really. Yeah, uh, and then uh, I'm into Bledsoe too. He he's he's hot. Uh, he's had two really big games. Some of that was because of no Middleton. He really feasted in the fourth quarter against the Knicks. Overtime had some damage done as well. Uh, and then obviously he went off in the last game too in a good matchup. So. Probably, I'd rather have Curry for the for the money, but I'm not against Bledsoe. And if I mean, I'd rather have like he's he's just fine. Like I don't really love him today. He's he's, he's priced up now, so I don't really like him too much. But I'm in, I'm into him a little bit if you if you want to really attack this game hard. Um, and if it goes into like overtime, which is definitely possible, like you're looking at a pretty good line. He's he's just gonna rack up a lot of stats. I just don't buy him scoring you know upper twenties in points again. Yeah, same here. But I. You know, he's under 8,000, so if you project him at 40, 45, somewhere in there, it's a decent value. Yeah, uh, and then Brooke Lopez, I would say definitely not. I think they're going to no. play Giannis at the 5. Uh, Malcolm Brogdon, I mean, if I feel like they could beat him, beat, put him on some good minutes. Uh, again, it's kind of just like a dart throw. He's not. He's like just going to be kind of okay, but I could see him making a lot of shots. Yeah, a little too expensive for me. Yeah, I, I agree. You know, we're, we're trying to fit some of these stars in there. You can't have Malcolm Brogdon at 6,000. Yeah, like you're definitely going to want to put Giannis, and then we'll talk about the Warriors in a second. But, um, yeah, anything else you want to add Bucks-wise? Um, I'm thinking Kevon Looney's probably going to be in some people's lineups. He's still pretty cheap, but I, I can see Golden State going really small, so I'm, I'm a little bit off Looney and... Jordan Bell, every game we think that this might be the game where the matchups, you know, are perfect. And Steve Kerr plays him 14 minutes, so uh, I, I can't get behind him either. Yeah, I mean, it's going to be tough to say. Like, you look at how they defended him last year, and it was mostly Durant. Um, Durant defended him 21 times per uh, 21 possessions. Uh, Draymond also was 16 possessions. And then you look at Looney 8, Clay 8, um, Iguodala, who I think is not a bad play. 
um, being that he's kind of cheap. And with, assuming Draymond's out, it's six point five. Like just total dart throw. I want to stack this game, um, and they'll kind of go with a. Um, I, I don't know. They used to call it the Jones Beach Five when they would play no Draymond, and then they mm-hmm. would play Jones instead. But I got to come up with a new name with uh, with with Looney and then Looney Tunes Five or something. Maybe. Uh, Yosemite Sam and all that. Anyways, um, so I do like him. And then Jordan Bell, just five possessions in one game. So I feel like Bell could be the guy. But I always find myself like talking myself into playing Bell. So like being aware of myself, I really... I know I'm, I'm like not going to fall for my own trap, I think. Yeah. Like, I'm like, to stick with the Looney Tunes theme, like, I'm not going to be Wiley Coyote going to the Acme store again today. There you go. Learn your <laughs> lesson. This time. Yeah. yeah. So, um, but yeah, like, I, I, I like to... I love Curry. Um, the the Bucks go up a lot of threes. They allow the most catch and shoot threes per game. Curry has been killing catch and shoot. Fifty three percent on catch and shoot threes on six attempts per game. He's sitting at a sixty nine true shooting, thirty point three usage rate. Been hot off his last three. Seventy four point one true shooting, thirty three point six usage rate. This game's gonna be close. It's gonna be high scoring. I'm not worried about Bledsoe defending him. I like Curry. Like I'm if I'm building a lineup, I'm starting with those two guys and filling in. Um, like we'll talk about Davis in a second, but I, I love Curry. I feel like he's still underpriced. I feel like he. Sh- I, I feel like another kind of like, oh my God, Steph Curry is the best player in the league, kind of a game, which he almost pretty much is already. But um, I, I love love Curry. Nice, yeah. You sold me. I, I wasn't super heavy targeting him tonight, but uh, I can't argue with it. Yeah, and then uh, I'm I'm kind of in Durant. Uh, I'm not again. I think he's going to defend Giannis. So I'm a little bit worried about him exerting more energy on that end, so I'm not too much in love with him. Um, Clay's fine. I don't really like him either. Uh, I guess Looney, but I just feel like there's better options, especially in a night like tonight when Whiteside's out and, and Bead's out, we'll talk about. So there's better values to me. Yeah, and Durant, you know, more expensive than Curry. He was on that absolute tear while Curry was out, uh, hit 70 plus fantasy points three straight games i mean he was killing it but obviously with curry back that that's a serious hit to his value so uh i'm I'm with you he's you know he's fine probably gonna hit 5x value but i don't see the explosive upside like you'll get from Giannis or uh westbrook or curry all right so let's move on we're gonna go backwards today for fun um, just because I want to talk about these two games first. The and, memento version of the podcast. <laughs> nice. um, do like the Missy Elliott talking backwards thing for anybody who knows what I'm talking about. Anyways, um, so we got the Suns on the back end of a back-to-back. They're projected to lose this game by a lot. Um, Miami projected at 109. Um, Phoenix. So let's talk about Igor Kokoskov. So to give you the rundown, if you, if you weren't tuned in yesterday... So the Suns apparently they knew, according to them, if you want to believe them, they're so what they're let's go by what they're saying. They're saying that DeAndre Ayton had a stomach thing. They said, "Hey, Rashawn Holmes, we're going to start you because Ayton has a stomach thing." And then they started him without telling anybody. And then Gina Mazel, who covers the team for the Athletic, had asked Kokoskov pregame, "Are you going to change your lineup?" And he said, "No, same lineup with Holmes." Okobo, Jackson, Ariza, and who am I forgetting? Um, oh, Bridges. And, like, that that was it. And then all of a sudden, I'm watching the Suns pregame, and, oh, um, Rashawn Holmes is starting. Aiton's out. And then they changed their mind. Like, oh, Aiton has a stomach thing. Yeah. And it's just like, oh, my God, dude. The Suns, man. I mean, like, they're so bad. I feel like I don't get what the whole point is. They have my favorite thing I looked up last night. So they want a quote unquote competitive advantage to keep the lineup secret. They have a minus one hundred four net rating 
In the first yeah. quarter in the last two games, man, they, they scored, for the first time in NBA history, shot clock era, they're the first team ever to score under 10 points in back-to-back first quarters. Ever. Of all the games in the history of the NBA since Jeez. 1955, like... Don't get cute, man. Like no one, no one. You're the sun, man. Just play your guys. Don't be shady all season, man. Devin Booker stubbed his toe opening the door for the massage lady, and like just put it on the injury report, man. You're the suns, dude. Like you're <laughs> not winning what... anything. I knew yeah. he kicked a bedpost. I didn't realize he was opening it for a yeah. for a massage. Yeah, bedpost, and like apparently the the Arizona Republic oh, guy had said that too. So. Yeah. So Booker did go to, I guess, anything you want to rant on here? Like, uh, it's just ridiculous, man. Like, don't, like, uh, so the, this, uh, there's two ways. Like, okay, Aiden has a stomach issue. You had all day to put him on the injury report. Like, if that's what you're going to go with. And then uh, Kokoskov had a great line, or a terrible line, depending on how you look at it. It's like, this is the NBA. No one's going to ask you who you're starting. We want the best best five guys out there to compete and play. Yeah. Like, dude, a lot of people are going to ask who's starting. There's a freaking multi-billion dollar industry that's going to go into gambling soon, and you're going to be shady like that? So, yeah. Anyways, enough ranting. We're, we're going to try to keep it short here on time. But, uh, again, no white side. He is going to miss, I would say, at least two games. They're on the front end of a back-to-back. Ellington expected to miss at least two games, or what Eric Spolster called the first part of this six-game road trip. Goran Dragic, uh, he did drills on, I think, Tuesday morning, and then he's practiced the last two. So he's trending up, revenge game, price down. I think he's going to be unlimited for minutes. I like him a lot. Um, he hates the Suns, man. He's one of a few players that pretty much ripped his own team when he was still on the roster. So uh, Revenge of the Dragon is fully on at a very, very cheap price. So one of my favorite plays today as well. Uh, and then, obviously, you have to like Bam Adebayo. Uh, he's been playing pretty much backup center. He's been rebounding extremely well. Um, maybe gets some blocks. Passes out of the post really well. Runs to the rim really well. Um, the Suns allow the second most makes at the rim for center. So I feel like he could really dominate inside. So I love Bam um, and Dragic. And, I mean, Jay Rich, volume's crazy, man. Like, this guy didn't shoot over 20 shots in his, in in a game in his career before the season. He's doing it like feels like nightly now. So again, get right kind of a game for him. I do like him as well. Um, I'm worried about the garbage time for sure, but uh, maybe the Suns come out with something at home and I feel like they're just going to crush him anyways. Yeah, I guess my only real concern with Josh Richardson is Dragic's return, which is going to take the ball out of his hands a little bit. Um, as you said, he's, he's, you know, he's been a little up and down lately. Still a solid play. Dragic is just cheap enough that, that I'd play him. Um, I don't typically target guys who are coming off eight straight DMPs and are, you know, even prior to that, he wasn't exactly setting the world on fire. Um, well, he was playing hurt, though. I think I think that, that was the thing because he missed some time with the knee, played a little bit, was underwhelming. We've seen Dragic play through, like last year, too. He plays through these injuries and he's just just not himself. So I feel yeah. like they shut him down for a reason. I, I, I don't know. It's probably He's going to be low owned for the reasons you said. Right, and I, I guess like, if there's any team that having a little bit of rust on won't, won't really matter, it's going to be the Phoenix Suns. Yeah. Um, but, yeah, so he's definitely in play. You mentioned Bam. I think I'd actually go Kelly Olynyk over over Bam tonight. A um, little bit cheaper on FanDuel, a little bit cheaper on DraftKings. Uh, Olynyk's played at least 25 minutes and three straight. He's hit 29, 32, and 27 fantasy points in those games. Uh, the matchup couldn't be better. So... Yeah, I, I think Olenek, he only qualifies at power forward on FanDuel. I kind of wish he was a center, but mm. um, 
but he's power forward center on DraftKings. So e- either him, Bam, maybe you play both tonight. I think they're both in a great spot. Yeah, I think Bam will play garbage time. So I think that kind of helps him a little bit in that regard. But um, yeah, I, I, Olenek burns me so many times, though. I feel like that's every time I like Olenek, he burns me. So <laughs> yeah, that's hopefully, why I like well, him. hopefully with Whiteside out tonight. I mean, that. Yeah, I mean, he's going to do something. You know, yeah. like, even if he does, I feel like Bam's going to start. Um, and then maybe I'm wrong, maybe Olenek. But if Olenek does start for some reason and we find out before, which we won't, um, yeah. with it being a later game in Phoenix. But yeah, I like him both. I, I, would I just feel like Bam to start, yeah. Yeah, I feel like Bam has more of a kind of a slate breaking upside where he can grab 20 boards potentially and, you know, maybe score 15, 20, get you, you know, close to 45, 50 fantasy points. Where Olenek will be fine. Uh, again, like, uh, he's probably a better cash play, I guess, given it's Olenek. And again, the matchup couldn't be better. Yeah. But anybody I mean, I think else? We, we, no, I think with Drogic back, he can't really go near D Wade, even though he's been pretty solid lately. Yeah, um, he won't. Wade won't play in garbage time for sure. He'll yeah, get like, exactly. the first hook. So, and this and, could obviously very easily be a blowout. So, yeah, like when you when Wade goes off, and I don't have any data on this, but like when a guy when a guy goes off on the bench, it's usually because he's hot in the fourth or he's really hot in whenever he comes in. So, like he would need to close, and yeah. I just feel like it's not going to happen. This is how bad the Suns are. Uh, okay. Moving on to Phoenix again, and not officially yet, but it feels like Booker is not going to play again. Went through the pregame warm-up yesterday, but he's going to miss a couple games, I feel like. And then TJ Warren also, I think, is out. Um, besides the eight and stuff I talked about already, Mikel Bridges got chewed out uh, yesterday. So I think, and this is kind of going on a limb here, um, I think they should start Melton next to Okobo. So those two. And then mm. Arise has been a disaster. I mean, honestly... Maybe they sit Ariza tonight. You can't play Trevor Ariza. Like, I like Ariza most nights because I think yeah. he's going to play so many minutes. But you cannot play him on a back-to-back set right now. Especially right. at home. They're going to want to show off their young guys or whatever. Like, they want guys to compete. Ariza looked flat last night. Like, I feel like they may... Maybe I, I feel like Melton has a really good shot to start. Okobo's a little cheaper. And I do rather like him, too, just a little bit. Not a great matchup against Miami, but... Um, and Okobo, again, plays in garbage time. You know, not many guys you see will start a point guard and play in garbage time when they're on a bad team. So Right, and that's a big risk for Ariza tonight, obviously. Yeah. You know, oldest guy on the team. Well, actually, that honor goes to Jamal Crawford, I guess. <laughs> yeah, um, but, yeah, I mean, not, not going to play in garbage time. Minutes probably limited regardless. Uh, didn't play well last night. Second half of a back-to-back set. It's just, you know, too many headwinds here. Yeah. And another, I'd say Josh Jackson, though, is almost must-play today. Yeah, I do like Josh Jackson quite a bit. Obviously, he's going to burn you at times because he's so inconsistent. Um, but he, they really can't bench him. They need his length. They need him to really just do things, uh, even offensively, to distribute the ball and get in the lane and kind of break down defenses. So, yeah, he should be you know, not the best matchup for him, but uh, I think he's going to be pretty solid. Yeah, one one thing to look at is uh, there's a website, LineStar, that projects tournament ownership rates and so forth. And they have Josh Jackson at fourth highest at almost 16%. The, the only players ahead of him are AD, Westbrook, and LeBron. So, you know, he's a very obvious play. So maybe if you want to take a contrarian point of view in tournaments and just hope that he, you know, hope that he flops tonight. Yep. Um, uh, I, I do like him a lot, though. Like We're looking for yeah, guys that are so much cheaper. It's tough to get off him. Yeah, with really high upside. I mentioned the Ariza thing. And even Br- Bridges being on thin ice yesterday, Like it just feels like it's a Jackson kind of a night. So I, I'd have a really tough time fading him. Definitely, one, like you said, one of my favorite players, too. So I got kind of a dart throw for you. Who's that? Troy Daniels. Mm, 3.7K. Okay. Dirt cheap. 
Um, you know, take that zero if you want. He's going to play late, I feel like. Kokoskov, time after time, is talking about how terrible his offense is. And it is. I mean, you scored 86 points last night. Scored nine points in back to back first quarters, for Christ's sake. So, <laughs> they're terrible. So, yeah. put your best shooter on the floor. Um, obviously, you can't really defend. He's been kind of getting after it, though. So, I feel like if you're looking for a guy besides Josh Hart, which we'll get to, that's like under 4K, that has upside, that really I don't think anyone's going to be on, um, it's going to be him, man. I feel like he's a lock to get in the rotation today. Um, they need offense, man. Um, maybe he yeah. starts. Because, like, again, this whole Bridges, uh, you can't play Bridges to me. Um, I mean, maybe you can in a tournament, oh, but yeah. I, I can't after. He got chewed he's up struggling so hard. lately. Yeah, he's been really bad, too. So, and his defensive stuff has really fallen off. So, um, yeah, I don't know. Do you, are you with me? It's just a total dart throw. Yeah, I mean, the, the Suns are so messy. Other than Josh Jackson, I'm I'm sort of leery of all these guys. What about uh, Holmes, though? Holmes. Well, yeah, we don't know if he's going to start. Uh, I mean, is is Aiton healthy now, or might he come off the bench again? We don't know. It well, is hilar- hilarious that the Suns coach would think that benching the number one draft pick would go like unnoticed. Um, yeah. Yeah, that's a stunner, man. I mean, your number one pick. Like... Best rebounder on the team for a team with the second worst rebounding rate in the league. Best field goal percentage on the team for a team with the worst net rating. It's, yeah, on and on. Crazy. And then just to add to this, too, uh, I don't know. He checked in. So Rashawn Holmes picked up his first foul in, the, in 10 seconds, setting a screen for a Kobo. And then he didn't have any of the fouls. And then three minutes into the game, eight comes in. So it wasn't foul trouble related. It was just like, it was just so weird to me. Yeah. And like, too, I, too I, much uncertainty. Here. Yeah. I'm, but I mean, Holmes away. is cheap enough where I'm in, like, He's not dirt cheap anymore. But, again, I feel like he's fine, um, especially with no white side in the mix. And I love Bam, but I feel like it can be a, a de- If he comes off the bench, he'll be matched up more to a Linux. So I feel like he could be decent. I like Bam more, obviously. But, yeah, know. they have Holmes that's at power forward, right? So, I, I mean, I'm probably going Bam, Olenek, and there's some other power forwards out there. I'd probably run over Holmes as well. Yeah. All right. Uh, and are you with me on a Kobo at all? Or didn't, and then I like Melton, too. I like them both. Yeah, both interesting punt plays. I mean, real cheap. Uh, as as you mentioned, both of them would probably play in garbage time, so that's not a big concern. Yep. Uh, they're they're on the map. All right, so we spent 20 minutes on two games, so we're going to have to pick it up. <laughs> um, uh, another good game to stack here, too. That's Spurs. Um, they have a, it's a, I'm sorry, 114 to 112 projected. So close game, high scoring. No Brandon Ingram. So that pretty much makes Josh Hart, Chalk McGee, um, again, under 4K, he's going to play big minutes. Kind of a no-brainer play. I don't really need to analyze that one. I think KCP's on the board as well. I'm down with LeBron. We saw him light up the Spurs in the last game. Um, I was surprised to see that, not surprised to see that the Spurs are one of his toughest teams efficiency-wise. Um, and the Clippers are actually the wor- uh, his worst. I thought that was also weird. Hmm. But, um, yeah, so, I mean, LeBron's fine. I prefer Giannis, obviously. I like Giannis and Curry more than I like LeBron, so I'm not too into him, but... Yeah, um, I feel like maybe, and we've seen this before, What it was like, what, three years ago when it was OKC and Golden State, and it was like 139 over under, one one point spread game, and it was like 85 to 80 or whatever. So like yeah. maybe you fade that game and put LeBron in if you're looking for contrarian. Yeah, could, could do, but there's so many, especially, I mean, we haven't talked about Westbrook yet, too many elite players with awesome matchups tonight so i'm probably going to be off lebron um you mentioned obviously josh hart 
uh, I think you slipped KCP in there, and I'm I'm definitely going Contavious Caldwell Pope. I think he got 28 minutes on Wednesday versus the uh, was it versus yeah. the Spurs? Yep. Yeah, home home. Yep. Yeah, so I mean, solid there. He cost just 3.7 on Fanduel, so I, he's one of my favorite punts actually. Yeah, he'll probably be lower on than Hart will be. Yeah, that too. Hart, Hart seems like the higher profile guy because of his upside, but. Yeah. Uh, especially in cash games, KCP is solid. I, I can't imagine him getting below twenty. So and so the Spurs are getting roasted, man. One twenty one point nine defensive rating in the last ten. Yeah, uh, that's horrible. really really bad. And it's it's their starters. It's it's just bad. Um, so yeah, maybe they're, maybe they're better at home. But yeah, there's a lot of guys to play here in, in Alonzo or in, Kuzma's going to be pretty good too. Definitely kind of a blow up spot for him. Going to get his minutes extended. Probably gonna, um, you know, probably get a little bit more playing time, more shots as well. So kind of chalky too, but yeah, justified. If you want to get him in there. Yeah. Who? Anyone else from the Lakers intrigue you? No, nah. but I think Kuzma at seven one still cheap enough where you're interested in playing him. Yeah, and the Spurs have been getting lit up by forwards in particular, so yeah. uh, it's a good spot for him. All right, let's move on. We got some time. Um, again, that's, there's a lot of guys to play in that game. What about? Uh, we didn't talk about the Spurs though. I'm kind of. I'm not playing the Marcus. I guess maybe Derek White, but there's so many other cheaper players there. Um, he's still four two. That's cheap enough for you're interested if you do want to attack this game um, and you want to you know build a build a lineup in a tournament that fades the the Bucks Warriors game. I feel like that's a viable play to play him. Um, he's got to play more. He's starting to trend up. Um, didn't play too great against the Lakers game, but I do like him. Um, kind of locked in as a six man. Yeah, I think if there's one player that really intrigues me, it's DeMar DeRozan. He's not super expensive, only 8.6. I think it's a good matchup for him. We saw him score 32 points against the Lakers just the other night. Um, you know, recently he had a, a season-high 36 versus the Blazers last week, so he's, he's heating up. But Rudy Gay coming yeah. off a big game against the Lakers, too? Eh, he makes me a little bit nervous. But yeah. <laughs> just night to night, I, I feel like I can't trust him. I feel and, like the heel's going to go bad on him. Yeah, you know, you never know. But right, I mean, he he had that one big game. But if you look back at his game log, it's it's chaos. Yeah. So I'm not not really intrigued by him. All right, let's move on to Memphis 106 uh, on the front end of a back to back. So I'd be a little scary there on the road at New Orleans. Um, 112. No, nah, no Frank Jackson in the G League. No Alfred. Uh, Al- Meritich is going to be back, presumably starting to move Julius Randle, who's been in fuego in the last two, back to the bench. Um, yeah, like we said, I'm not too into this one. Um, I mean, I guess I like Conley for extra pace and maybe Gasol and maybe Jaron Jackson just because it's Jaron Jackson and he'll probably be guarding Miritich and maybe his fouls are kept down. Um, so, yeah, just kind of have a dart throw. I'm, I'm, I always like Jaron Jackson just because he can really bust out and he's going to get really bigger minutes. But now that Noel's there, a little bit capped upside, but still I think he's going to be pretty good. Jackson's intriguing, and this is such a strange matchup because it's one of the fastest paces in the league versus one of the slowest paces. Mm. Uh, the Grizzlies' opponents are are making 36 field goals a game, lowest in the league. Pelicans are giving up 44 a game, uh, or second highest in the league. So it's really just a study in opposites. Um, any opponent going against the Pelicans almost gets an automatic boost just because the pace is mm. so fast. Uh, so I'm with you. I think JJJ is going to be a a little bit of a sneaky play. I can't get behind Conley just because he's too expensive. Uh, he's cruising. It's a good matchup for point guards, but at nearly 10K, you know, he's 9.2. Um, I just I don't see the value there. Yeah, it doesn't really rack up dimes and stuff. Not a great rebounder like Westbrook is. So, yeah, it's it's just I'm interested, but there's other. I, I like Curry. Just spend up picking Curry. 
feel like it's worth it. Yeah. Uh, uh, um, Kyle Anderson? No, I'm just kidding. Uh, let's, uh, uh, yeah. What about the Pelicans? I have Tim Frazier. I mean, you would assume he's a lock to start. Uh, 5.6K, a little bit pricey. I'd rather just take my chances on the Suns guards. Um, Same here, especially against the Grizzlies with that, you know. It's just not a good matchup. So Yeah, I'm kind of uh, off AD as well. I'm off really everyone on this team now that Randall's back. And those guys have been priced up a little bit. So I'm sorry, now that Miritich is back. So. Well, they're, so the Grizzlies have given up 203 fantasy points to opponents this season. The next lowest team playing today is the Pacers, who have given up t- almost 212. Wow. So that's a that's a big gap. And like, why target the worst matchup when yeah. there's so so many good ones out there? So I, I I just won't do it. Would you dare play Davis in like um? He's 12 nine. But I mean, he's so matchup proof, though. And he again, is matchup proof. But if if it wasn't for that little ankle tweak, and we should mention that he um, had a left ankle tweak, um, turned his left foot, and went to lock him for like call it five minutes in real time, and then came back and looked fine. So, but still, like he's kind of in this locker room groove again, man. I feel yeah. like he can go there again. So AD, though, I mean, you mentioned matchup proof, and I ran and uh, you could see my column from Wednesday it was about consistency, and among the elite players, the you know AD Westbrook. Uh, Giannis AD is tops. He was he's the most consistent player in that elite range. Yeah, so just move on. Here we got OKC at 113, Chicago on the front end of a back-to-back 105. Bobby Portis is doubtful. Pretty sure he's out. Chris Dunn still not ready yet. Um okay, you're I'm not playing any Bulls. Uh OKC's defense has been terrific. Uh, 98.3 defensive rating in the last 10 that's best in the NBA. Um, I am into into some. I'm into Westbrook always. He's really been kind of cruising. Um, a couple big triple doubles here. Um, the Bulls are terrible on defense, uh, and yeah, they, they run the OKC is running the fastest uh, offensive possessions um, right now in the last three weeks too. So they're playing real, real fast, shutting teams down. So I'm I'm into I'm into Westbrook, and I'm into Paul George too, man. Um, yeah. Again, if you're into stack, if you're kind of building against the Bucks lineup in a couple lineups, uh, throw Paul George on there, man. Uh, red hot, obviously coming off the season high 47, just ridiculous. Outscored the Nets by himself, uh, 25 to 19 in the fourth, just uh, mm-hmm. one of the best moments of the season. So yeah, I, do, I I always like those two guys, and I feel like they could really. I mean, you always like perimeter players against the Bulls. So um, yeah. Yeah, I think this is one of those nights, Mike, where I'm going to have to make a couple different lineups absolutely, and, and just have different exposure to different games because some nights you, you build a lineup and you think that's it. You know, either this hits or it doesn't, but that's that's a fantastic lineup. Yeah. <laughs> um, tonight, there's just so many different options. Like this game could be fantastic for Westbrook and Paul George. They're, I mean, the Bulls defense is just hemorrhaging value. Great matchup. Um, or it could be you know, over three minutes into the third quarter and they sit out the fourth and just barely hit value. So, you know, a lot of, a lot of options here, but I'm with you. I think Westbrook and Paul George as a stack team, I love it. Um, I don't think I'm going to go near Steven Adams. He's a little bit too expensive, but he's also in play. And I think that's it for the Thunder. They're pretty top heavy. Absolutely. Yeah. I can't really play Jeremy Grant. Um, Obviously, you're not going to play any of their wings. Maybe Alex Aparitas gets hot, but you know. Hey, Nerlens Noel, per, per yeah, it's been t- tearing garbage it up. Garbage time, man. If yeah. they blow him out, I feel like he can maybe get hot in the fourth and maybe give you even 15 points in the fourth alone, fantasy points. Yeah, so that's not a bad call. Yeah, he's cruising. Yeah, 
Um, and so if you like those two guys, is there anybody on Chicago that you would consider playing here? I mean, I'm always down for Wendell. I feel like Laurie is not bad, man. He's cheap. He's six seven. Home debut, season debut. Um, and it should be up six six seven. He's gonna be close to eight K pretty soon. I feel like. And he and he looked good the other night. Yeah. Uh, shots are falling, rebounding well. Got some defensive stats, which you love. Mm-hmm. Um, yeah, I guess I hadn't really considered him, but he is. I didn't realize he was that cheap. So yeah. at at six seven, I'd probably give him a look. Um, but you mentioned the OKC's defense has been terrific. Uh, they're actually not super tough against shooting guards, but I'm not going to risk playing mm-hmm. Zach Levine with Paul George. I mean, he's going to get Paul George all night, so yeah, that's going to be play. A, cannot no. play Levine tonight. Yeah. Um, Archer Diakono, not really feeling Especially um, interesting from Boylan. He said that he's not sure who he's going to close with, and he he closed with Cameron Payne in the last game. Like, you're really closing with campaign. So um, I would stay away from Archer Diakono. And, yeah, uh, I'm down for Wendell. I'm always down for Wendell. Like, if you're going to uh, attack this game a little bit. Okay. Yeah, I don't Wendell think I've played, I played him once in DFS all year. Yeah. <laughs> I don't know. I, I guess I don't trust him. Yeah, can't play Jabari. I feel like he can get, kind of run out of Steven game. Adams is a pretty tough matchup for any yeah. center. Well, especially uh, Wendell's not really going to... He's going to have to get like easier buckets. He runs the floor pretty well, so it'll have to be like when Adams isn't on him, quote-unquote, like off a switch or something. Because Adams switches yeah. a lot. Okay, anyways. Uh, he, yeah, he only has two games over 24 fantasy points in the past like month, so... Okay, there you go. I'm, I'm, I'm off it. Yeah, definitely dart throw. But anyways, uh, let's go to another game here. We got kind of interesting game here. Both teams on the front end of a back-to-back. Um, the Kings at 111, the Cavs at 109. Just found out now that Marvin Bagley is probable now. So, careful on Bielitsa. You're obviously not playing like Justin Jackson is like a super dart throw if you're looking for garbage time or something. Can't do that anymore. Um, that's really it that affects him. You can't play Bagley first game back, especially when he's dealing with a back thing that looked really, really bad. But um, a lot of calves out. No Inspected Decker, no Love, no Nawaba, no JR, and then Ante Zizic is still questionable with his back thing, or excuse me, knee thing. Um, Cavs have still been horrible on D. Second worst D in the last 10. Last in the NBA in the season. I mentioned the Spurs are last. Um, and they've been slow on offense, too. They've been Their offense has really slowed down in the last 10. I feel like that's a product of Larry Drew, who likes to be methodical and stuff. So I'm not really into anybody on Cleveland, given even, even with Rodney Hood being cheap and all that. Um, I'm down with Fox. I'm okay with Cauley Stein, I guess. And I'm, I mean, I guess Tristan Thompson's okay. But I mean, there's so many other games I'd rather play in this this one. Yeah, I'm. You said it. Uh, you know, typically the Kings are a team I would target, but the Cavs are just so chaotic. I mean, past two weeks, their their usage leader is Jordan Clarkson, followed by Alec Burks, and then Colin Sexton. I don't trust any of those guys night to night. Um, Sexton's price is up a little too much. Burks started out hot, but he's shooting. I think. 36% or something. Uh, Jordan Clarkson does nothing but score. So if he doesn't score 15 to 18 points, he's not going to help you. Um, yeah, just too many. I don't know. Seti Osman, I guess you could consider. Yeah. Any interest in him? Maybe. Just because he's going to get minutes. <laughs> he's going to get minutes. He does a little yeah. bit more than score. Yeah. Uh, the Kings can be sloppy. He gets the extra pace for the Kings. So, I mean, you can make a pretty good argument for Jetty Osman, but... I don't know. There's so many other guys I'd rather play here. There's so much value on the slate with so many guys out. I'll give credit to Tristan Thompson. He's been extremely, yeah, very impressive. I mean, he's he's rolling lately. Uh, just automatic double double. He's near 
you know, he's almost pushing 2020 in a couple games recently. Um, so I, I guess he, he's on the board at center if you want to. Yeah, he, he's no one's going to own him. So, you know, if you want to be one of the five percent guys to have him an attorney and hope he hits 45, uh, maybe that's that's worth a look. Yeah, he's been pretty solid too, just rebounding the ball so, so well right now. Uh, yeah. Let's move on here. We got Indy 102, front end of a back-to-back against the Magic 104 projected. Depot is still out. Can't place the bonus to me. Uh, I'm a little bit worried about his injuries. He hasn't quite looked himself. Um, I feel like his screen ability is really falling off. Like He just doesn't look the same as he was earlier. Um, so on the flip side of that, I like Miles Turner. Uh, I think it could be a good matchup for him. Um, he's just played well lately. Playing down the stretch, shot blocking's up. Um, he's he's back. Um, I do like him. Yeah, I'm I'm pretty into Turner. He said recently he and Darren Collison put in some extra work after a practice and uh, added some wrinkles to the pick and pop game. And we've we've seen that. But as you mentioned, it's even more importantly the shot blocking is back. He's finally getting double digit rebounds, which I don't think happened for like the first three weeks of the season or more. Um, so it's it's a new Miles Turner we're seeing and. Yeah, I agree that Sabonis with the injury risk is a little little too much for my taste. Um, Bohan Bogdanovich has been one of the biggest winners, I would say, with uh, Victor Oladipo out. So he's in the mix. He's only 5-1 tonight. So. Yep. Um, Collison, too. I think Collison's in a decent, decent spot here. I think he's a little priced up, but uh, I think he could have some, some production going forward against a good matchup in Orlando. Uh all right, moving to Orlando. You mentioned the Pacers' defense has been really good, so like, frankly, I'm just kind of off this one. Like Russell close. Uh, I like Isaac maybe a little bit, just because maybe if Gordon gets in foul trouble or something, or something somebody gets in foul trouble, he could be all right. But yeah, that's really the only guy I would think about getting. Uh, I'm with you, Aaron Gordon. A little too pricey. Vooch, a little too pricey. Not a fantastic matchup for any of these guys. So. Yeah. All right, let's move on here then. We got Philly, 110. Detroit, 107. This line's probably going to change with Joel beat out. Um, big news. And then also Reggie Bullock and Ish Smith are out. Uh, so let's start with the headline here. Obviously, that's no Embiid. And let's look at some per 36 numbers here. And we got Jimmy Butler with Simmons on the floor, per 36. 30 points, 8 boards, Three dimes, 2.1 steals. Like, that's pretty nice. Uh, and then Ben yeah. Simmons is priced down really hard here. So both those guys look good. Um, yeah, there's so many guys to play today. This is one of those nights where you just, like, play tournaments and hope you hit it. Yeah, agreed. I mean, you take Embiid's 30.9% usage out of the lineup, <laughs> and both Jimmy and Ben Simmons look great to me. Um J.J. Redick in the mix, but again, he's another guy who just needs to score, so I'm not super high on him, but Ben Simmons and Jimmy Butler look fantastic, so I'm telling you, Mike, too many too many promising matchups tonight. So with, uh, I mean, you could throw those, you know, Ben and Jimmy in there, you could, you could uh, pair Giannis and Chris Middleton, you could pair Westbrook and uh, Paul George, mix and match these guys, go go wild. There's a lot to go on here. Um, and then so, Mike we, Mus- so we need those punt plays to be able to afford them, you know? Mike Muscala is one. Um, there you go. He is cheap, per 36 as a center, he's 14 points, 8 boards, 3 dimes, 1.1 blocks um, against a team that's going to want to go inside, so I feel like he may have, you know, he won't play 36 minutes, but he'll probably play 27, 28, you're looking at probably like 14, possibly 10 boards. 
Um, you know, maybe some blocks. And um, that scoring's late. He's only shot 38% from the field, so um, he should be more efficient. So I do like him. Not as much as Bam and those other guys, but again, if you're going to go after this game, um, definitely got to consider. Um, yeah, and then I'm not really in anybody else, I guess. I mean, yeah, Amir, was, Amir, Amir for revenge game. <laughs> I was thinking Amir. He's only 700 cheaper than Muscala, so I don't think you can near him. Yeah, same. I agree. So they're moving to the Detroit side. Uh, Ish Smith is out for at least two weeks with a partial groin tear. Um, that's interesting because they went with pretty much. Jose Calderon, except for one minute, um, it was excluding Jackson and Ish, obviously. So Calderon was the point guard, and then there was one minute when Langston Galloway was the point guard, which is interesting. Um, but really, what the takeaway for me is is I hate to say this, like if, among cheap guys, I want to play in this game, kind of like Stanley Johnson, man. I hate myself for it, <laughs> but um, I feel like it's a good spot for him. Um, yeah, I'm taking a beat out of the lineup for defense. Things could open up inside. Yeah, it, it's it's just, I don't know. He's cheap enough where I'm interested. Um, and then Reggie Jackson will have a lot longer leash, too. So, yeah, total dart throw. Um, yeah, I don't know. Yeah, Stanley Johnson's okay just because Bullock is out. So that, yeah. that really gives him a little bit more runway. He'll probably um, close, assuming he's not terrible, which is not a good, not an easy assumption to make. Yeah, <laughs> who knows? Um Reggie Jackson's the guy I'm definitely playing. He's only 5.5, so he's right in that kind of middle mid-range sweet spot. Uh, he's hit 32 fantasy points in four of the past seven games, and he's only gone one game without 5x value in that span. So he might not blow the roof off, but he's going to hit value. With Ish Smith out, I, th- I think you might be looking at closer to 30 minutes than his usual 25, 26. Do you think he's got 30 in the bag, man? Like you think? He's yeah, got, I, so, I would probably peg right. him at like 34. Yeah. And uh, yeah, I I mean I'm I'm well into him. It's yeah. it's a decent matchup for him, yep. and just the opportunity is ripe. So yep, definitely into him. Uh, what about Drummond now that his uh, he doesn't have a for sale sign on his head? <laughs> <laughs> uh, yeah, it's possible. I just think there's too many other values at center. Yeah, and I'd rather spend up to get uh, the other stars we've talked about. And, um, he could feast them. He's been really good. And then Blake has also destroyed the 76ers this season. I don't have the stats in front of me, but like I know he dropped, I think, like almost 80 fantasy points when he went off for the 50. And then the other one, he had a pretty good game, too. So, um, And that was almost a byproduct of like Drummond being neutralized, though. So like, yeah. maybe, maybe Embiid being out is like a negative to Blake. I feel like I could convince myself of that. So I don't know. What, what do you think? I'm not, again, I, I'd just rather have like Giannis and these other guys. But. Um, yeah, I I had forgotten about that. It was 77.8 fantasy points he rolled up in his 50-point eruption uh early in the season. But yeah, I mean Blake's one of, he's super super steady. So you could do worse. I mean his his floor is very high and if you believe that that the matchup is going to play to his strengths, I, I, you could make a case for him, but yep. Yeah, I'll, pro- I'll probably only have a couple shares of him, put it that way. Yeah, I don't know if I, we didn't really hammer home Ben. And by the way, Ben Simmons, his per 36s aren't that nice, um, mostly because Jimmy Butler just went off in those instances when Embiid was off the floor. But if you're curious, 121-minute sample, per 36, 17 points, 9 boards, 8 dimes. So you're like pretty much talking about... Tri- like Ben triple-double feels like a pretty good bet tonight. Um, so I like him a lot, man. I, I'm, I don't know if I undersold that. Um, but I like Ben a lot. And the six, I'm sorry, the Pistons are bad interior defense. 
they are among the worst at the rim on defense. So I feel like they're it's a good spot for him too. Yeah, uh, it's an interesting thing because everyone Drummond seems like he's he'd be an intimidating rim protector, but teams feast against Detroit. So. Oh yes, they give up so many big lines to centers. Um, move on. Yep. All right, so we got Denver one ten front end uh, at Horn. It's one oh nine. Gary Harris is still out. Marvin Williams is hopeful, um, according to Rick Bonham. That's not the exact word he used. I forget what it was. But um, Denver's defense has been pretty good. Uh, one hundred two point two defensive rating in the last ten. I think that's top five. So I'm not too into this one. Um, I mean, I, I think that they're probably gonna start. Uh, you would think. Uh, Tory Craig, sorry, blank for a second, and then mix in M- Malik Beasley. We saw Malone said he's going to mix and match. We saw him close with Beasley in the last one. Start with Craig. I like Mon- I always like Monte Morris as a cheap dart throw, but there's enough cheap dart throws you can kind of go another way here. So I'm yeah. kind of off this game, man. Um, I mean, Jokic is still kind of cheap, and we saw Cat destroy the Hornets. So maybe Jokic can kind of go off. His usage is still down a little bit, but um, yeah, Jokic is fine. Yeah, I'm with you. And uh, Millsap's had some sneaky good games lately. He's he's pretty cheap. And it's not um, a bad. He's actually been way better when he has a rest day in front of him. The, most of his duds have been when he's on a back end of a back to back. So for what that's yeah. worth. Yeah, and his his minutes are ticking up. He's he's hit over thirty in two of the past three games. So I I'm kind of into Millsap as a sneaky play. Another guy I don't think many people will own. Um, yeah, they're not going to go small with the like. They're going to go yeah. pretty much all their four. Although they have been playing Pumley at the at the four a little bit, or if you, Jokic at the four, however you consider it. But that's because they're kind of filling minutes for Harris, so like yeah. they're kind of trickling down to put him in there. Speaking of Plumley, uh, what's going on with that guy? He's 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 on fire per minute lately. He's yeah. got a uh, twenty plus fantasy points in seven straight, even though he's yet to play more than twenty minutes in any of those games. So. I looked into it, and his DFS points per minute are at 1.2, which the only centers above him are a handful of studs like Drummond and so forth. And then the only like low-minute guys are Valanciunas and uh, Nerlens Noel and Boban Marjanovic, who, who is averaging one, 1.6 fantasy points per minute, third in the league behind Anthony Davis and Giannis. So there's your free Boban moment for there you. There you go. <laughs> Um, and we actually skipped over a game, which is my fault. We skipped over Toronto, uh, 115 at Brooklyn, front end of a back-to-back 106. The one guy I really yep. like here is Valachunas. Um, I feel like this could be a, a spot yep. for him to start, coming in kind of hot. Um, they like him. Obviously, Jared Allen's not a guy who really runs, has offense run through him besides screening and stuff. So, um, again, they bleed points to center. So, I feel like Valachunas is uh, on the board. And then I, I always like Kyle Lowry. Kawhi's fine. He's not in the front of it. Uh, not in, this is the first four week Kawhi week, by the way. Oh, um, nice. Yeah, with a they went every other day on uh, this week. So the first time you get four games out of him. So yeah, I'm not into this one too really. I think that the Raptors are gonna kind of blow him out. Yeah, same here. I mean, Nets and Suns are always teams you want to target with centers. Mm-hmm. So JV's in play, even though his minutes have been real low. Um, any interest in Joe Harris maybe for the Nets? Anyone like a little that? scared about the back to back factor. Um, yeah, and I feel like he, he's all right, but I'm Atkinson is just gonna play the hot hand. It's just too dicey for me. Like I think yeah. Dinwiddie's gonna be fine. He's gonna probably close if this game's close, which I don't think it's gonna be. Um, I don't really like Russell against Kyle Lowry. Uh, right. I can't play Rondé. I can't play um, 
I mean, I'm. I mean, guess Jared Allen. I guess, but I don't. I can't really convince myself. There's so many other guys, but yeah, I'm yeah. kind of not into this one. Usually, I like to, and I don't like Danny Green. I don't really like anybody. I don't really like Pascal. Uh, Nets allow the fewest catch and shoot three, so they're not going to get very many open looks from three. So I don't know. I'm not really into it. Yeah, I'm with you. This is probably a game to avoid. Yeah. All right. Uh, so I think we kind of covered everything. Do you want to kind of run this down real fast? Real fast. Sure. Uh, so we can kind of go point guard. I like Curry. Like I said, I feel like spending up for him is the way to go. Uh, and then there's plenty of guys to go with that are cheap enough to kind of pair, save some money. Um, I think Akobo's fine at 4-1. Um, he's going to Dra- be decent. Drogic, you mentioned, as, yeah. a, as a more, more mid-range kind of yeah. guy. So you mentioned, who was it that I said that was um, that was right there? Um, I forget. You had someone that said it was like, oh, Reggie Jackson. So oh, would you yeah. rather have Reggie yeah, Jackson like Reggie. or Reggie yeah. or Drogic? You know, I'll probably take Reggie just because, okay. just because of Drogic's injury factor coming yeah. off eight eight straight DMPs and potential blowout. Uh, so definitely a little safer for sure. Yeah, but um, uh, yeah. upside is De- Drogic has way higher upside to me. So I feel like again against the Suns, like reve- you know, I love revenge games. You know this. So yeah. True. <laughs> but, um, anyways, um, any other cheap guys you want to put your throw out there for point guard? Yeah. I'm, now, sure I'm, in, meant... I'm into Melton a little bit at 5-1. Obviously, I would rather play a Kobo because he's cheaper and I probably need the money. Uh, Derek White, I think, is decent. Um, yeah, that's kind of it. You know, I guess Colin Sexton is only... He's under 5K tonight. Yeah, He's been pretty pretty poor lately, but he's up against the Kings. He's kind of garbage minute proof, so I, I'll throw him in the mix. Yeah, uh, Shooting guard, Josh Hart is going to be pretty much in every lineup. Uh, mm-hmm. I mentioned Monte Morris. I was like him. Uh, KCP. Pretty much just play those two guys. Like you, if you're gonna play Giannis and you're gonna play Curry, you're gonna have to find multiple under 4K guys. Um, so that's pretty much the chalk move. Uh, they're both gonna have high ownership. Guy I didn't really talk about too much is Langston Galloway. Like he's yeah. gonna get minutes, man. He's three five. So yeah, I'm into him too. Yeah, he's also a great punt. Should have should have come up earlier. Yep. Yep. That's why we wanted to run through this. Um, Leek Beasley, not, again, I'd rather just put those guys we said. Middleton at 7-4 is decent. And then, yeah, we're not playing Levine. It's kind yeah, of I'm off, off DeRozan, probably. Yeah. Drew's too expensive, especially against the Grizzlies. So I, I don't hate Bogdan Bogdanovich. Didn't talk about him. He's 6-8. Cleveland's defense is a disaster. I feel like it could be a sneaky Bogdan game. But again, if you're going to play those studs, like you're going to have to... Bogdan would be in like a contrarian kind of a build. Yeah. So uh, moving on. Um, yeah, I mean, Jetty Austin's 4'8". That's fine. Um, I still like Josh Richardson, even though he's a little bit... He's priced down a little. I think he was going like 7'8 earlier. He's only 7'1". Stanley Johnson's probably the the cheap guy to play this position. I don't really like Wilson Chandler because he's been a little bit banged up. I like... Um, do you like Dante Cunningham? 3'6 against LeBron. He's probably getting decent minutes now. No, he's per minute. He's just vacant, so yeah. I'll, I'll avoid him. Uh, Bohan Bogdanovich is a decent play tonight, especially in cash leagues. No real, you know, pretty low ceiling, but he he should hit his mark. Yeah, I like. I didn't talk about Justice Winslow. I feel like he'll play in garbage time. Obviously, he won't handle the ball in the first unit. He'll probably be the second unit anchor. So four nine uh, with possible garbage time. I feel like that's uh, something yeah. to explore. Miles Bridges, maybe, because Marvin Williams is, is, well, he's questionable, but it seems more likely that he'll sit out. Yeah, I think he'll, um, so, if he's out, though, I do think that's a good matchup. You would think they would start him. Uh, they mentioned that um, Borrego said that he started MKG for the size of Taj Gibson. So against Millsap, 
not you know not, they 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 have similar size, but they have different different styles. Yeah, so maybe they throw bridges out there, but I feel like MKG would still start and kind of just. I don't know, I'll shut up now. Yeah, no, I mean he <laughs> bridges and MKG are both both in the mix if you're looking because there aren't a ton of like cheaper small forwards who jump right out at you. Yeah. Um. So at least keep, keep them in mind. Yeah, love Bam. Um, five five. I think he's well worth it. Um, other than that, oh, I didn't talk about Larry Nance. I mean, he should be all right. He's been kind of hot the last two back to back game. Maybe they, you know, I don't know. Maybe he plays garbage time. But we love yeah. Josh. Josh Jackson's our favorite play. I think he's a power forward, huh? Yeah. Yeah. And then I'm just, still going Olinick. I think at five one. Yeah. Um, not really feeling AD too much, which I'm sure he'll probably go off for like eighty. 85 fantasy points, if maybe more. <laughs> yeah, right. um, Kyle Kuzma's fine at seven one. Got priced up, obviously. That's deserved. I uh, should be. He should be fine. Um, yeah. Any, any love for Siakam versus the Nets? Not particularly. Yeah. Maybe I'm, out and all that. I could see him going off though. I have bad allergies today. Sorry for sniffing. That's oh. right. <laughs> yeah, I mean Millsap's a, a hundred more than Siakam. Better matchup. He's he's rolling lately, so I'd probably go with him. Yep. Uh, center Mascal is a fine, cheap guy to play. Uh, Valachunas is five one. That's a really nice price um, for a guy who should dominate in twenty minutes. Um, anybody else here that you're? No one's Noel. You mentioned a cheap guy to throw out. Um, yeah, Kavon Looney. I guess you could consider. He's yeah. he's cheap enough, but um, Jordan Bell three six again. If you're looking for just like, oh my god, I need to play all these cheap guys. Yeah, I mean, Looney or Bell. Bell's 3-6. Like, he should play, you would think, in this matchup. Yep. So, like, if you're just like, oh, my God, I need this $900, like, just play Bell, I think. Yeah, it's possible. Yeah, he's I'll cheap. throw out, this isn't a, a sexy pick at all, but I'll, I'll even throw Tyson Chandler in the mix, maybe. He's, he's getting decent minutes. Not doing a ton with it, but if you just need, like, a super cheap center... Um, could see uh, McGee getting in foul trouble against Aldridge or something like that. So yeah, you could definitely convince yourself of that. Yeah. Alright, anything else? No, I think we got plenty of options. Now it's time to just go set those lineups. Sounds good. Alright, you guys take care and enjoy your weekend and we'll catch you next time. Thanks for coming on, man. You, you got it, Mike. Dietz and Watson's been making meats and cheeses the right way since forever. What's that mean? It means never cutting corners, ever. It means cooking, not processing. It means our Virginia brand ham that's cooked to perfection, then twice baked to layer the flavors. It takes more time, but you can taste the difference. We come to work every day to do it the right way, even if it's the hard way. Because if it's not right for us, it's not right for you. Dietz and Watson, it's a family thing since 1939. Hear that? It's the call of the Crave. And when the Crave calls, you know what to do. Try the $5 Bacon Bundle, because the only thing better than a White Castle slider is a White Castle slider topped with crispy hickory-smoked bacon. So pick any two of either the Bacon Cheese Slider, 1921 Bacon Cheese Slider, or Chicken Bacon Ranch Slider, and also get a small fry for just $5 with the $5 Bacon Bundle. White Castle. Follow your Crave.